Blog Talk Radio. Come up higher, come up higher, come up higher, come up higher. After this I looked, and behold the door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet, the trumpet talking with me, which said, come up higher, come up higher, come up higher, come up higher, and I will show Hallelujah, good morning, good morning. This is Elder Gloria Holloway, President and CEO of the Center of Renewal Ministries International, your host for the Blog Talk Radio broadcast on this morning. I bless God for you this morning, and I thank you for joining us. I thank God for you, our listening audience. Again, we count it a privilege and an honor that you have joined us and that God has anointed and appointed us to speak into your life for such a time as this. And as always, we want to say that we are another voice crying in the wilderness for the saints of God to come up higher, higher in the things of God, to see things from God's perspective, that he may show us things that must come as things we know not of. And always we want to start our broadcast by uh, giving a shout-out to some of, some of our uh, Divine Connections on this morning before the broadcast. And we want to start out by sending a shout-out to uh, Pastor Fabian Tucker and the IHP House of Prayer. Uh, we just ask God to just bless his ministry. We thank God for him. And every morning at 6 a.m., we are able to start our day with the joy of the Lord and know that we will have peace and a fruitful day uh, by joining him on the prayer line, the IHP House of Prayer line, every morning at 6 a.m., and we want to let you know that we would love for you to join us, and that that if you have any special prayer requests, you want to come on at 5.50 a.m., 10 minutes before, so that you can give your special prayer requests. And that's at 5.50 a.m., and then we go right into the throne room at 6 a.m. And uh, and uh, God has been using, uh, of course, this ministry in such a powerful way. And we have the signs, wonders, and miracles that are reported 
from the intercessory that goes on on that prayer line and how God just moved by his power and his spirit on that prayer line every morning. And we just bless God for honoring us with his presence. We take it not for granted. We just bless God for such a mighty, mighty move of God that happens on that prayer line. And we just bless God this morning. And so to join us, you can call in on 712-432-3066, 712-432-3066. And the access code is 911571. 91571. And then, of course, on every Monday evening at 7.30 p.m., you want to join us with uh, Pastor Sheila Kills, who uh, the Lord uses to minister in such a powerful way through the Monday night prayer line for the Love Fellowship Temple of Praise. And, again, that's every Monday at 7.30 p.m. And if you will join us by calling in on 218 936 Four seven hundred two one eight nine three six four seven hundred, and the passcode is two zero nine two four zero six two zero nine two four zero six. And uh, going back to uh, Pastor Fabian Tucker, also on Tuesday night, every week at Tuesday night at seven thirty p.m., you want to join us for the Power in the Word. It's a a Bible study and a question and answer period, and again, God is just moving by His power, by His Spirit, uh, on this on this uh, line, and it's the same number that you call in for the prayer line, uh, and that again, that's every week at 7:30 p.m. Power in the Word, and uh, again, that number is 712-432-3066, and the access code is 911571. And then on Thursday nights, if you would join us for again for this radical, radical prayer, uh, prayer line with Prophetess and Pastor Jacqueline Morse of Real Life Ministries International, the Powerful Living Prayer Line. And uh, to be able to join us, please call in on 218-862-6789, 218-862-6789. Seven eight nine. The access code is nine one nine eight seven three nine one nine eight seven three. And again, uh, another prayer line. And again, you know, it's just awesome how God moves and and how He's doing uh, uh, having these prayer lines. But in each one, there's a different experience, a different expression of the Lord and His presence. So please join us with. Prophetess Hartfield of Global Intercessory Prayer of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, uh, join us every every morning at 9 a.m. and every evening at 11 p.m. except Wednesdays uh, for prayer. And, and, and truly, we just have church uh, when we go on this line. And, you know, I used to think that when you went on one prayer line, you've been on them all, but that is not true. That is not true. Again, God just shows his awesomeness and how he is a, a many-faceted God. There is no limit to God, and therefore there are no limits to how many different ways he expresses himself through his children. And that number, excuse me, to call in to join us is 507 
4240. And the access code is 100087. 100087. And then on uh, Tuesday, uh, I'm sorry, and then we have one other uh, Minister Sarah Branch for the Daily Dose of Encouragement. Uh, Minister Sarah Branch for the Daily Dose of Encouragement, and and this is a line you want to call in on to be inspired, to be uplifted, and to be empowered, and you can call in any time, as many times as you like, and the number to call in is 855-466-7872, 855-466-7872, and we just bless God for all the divine connections. And we know that because we are connected to God, therefore we are connected to one another. And we know these are all ministries that we know God is allowing his Holy Spirit to take full control. And we again just thank God for all that he's doing even now, even now. So if you're not able to write down these names um, and times of the, of the prayer lines, then you can go on to our website and get that information. Excuse me, and that is on the on the website for Daughters of Zion Threshing Floor dot com. Daughters of Zion Threshing Floor dot com, and get this information. Um, we just bless God. We just bless God again for your joining us on this morning. And we know that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And that we have been delivered from the yoke of bondage. When we allow the Holy Spirit to take full reign, we don't have to worry about going back into bondage again. So we just bless the Lord. And shall we have a word of prayer? Hallelujah. Father, we just give you glory, honor, and praise this morning for your presence, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for your anointing, for your power. It's your anointing that destroys the yoke. So, God, we thank you this morning that you're having your way by the power of your Holy Spirit, the power of your Holy Spirit. We just ask, Holy Spirit, that you would have your way. Touch our listeners this morning. Touch them right now. I pray in Jesus' mighty name. Move upon their hearts in the name of Jesus as you show forth your glory in their lives. Lord, I pray that you would just have your way during this broadcast. I pray, Lord, that you will anoint, sanctify, and consecrate me afresh and anew from the mold of my head to the soles of my feet that you would have your way in Jesus' mighty and blessed name. So, Lord, I thank you. I thank you even now for that which you will impart to us, your people, Lord God, that we may go forth, that we may be obedient to your every command, that we will do, be, and do according to your will and your way. And I thank you this morning. I thank you, Lord God, for having your way in the mighty, precious name of Jesus. And I thank you for your presence even now, even now in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you for your presence. And I thank you, Lord, that your presence is going from heart to heart and breast to breast even now. I thank you that there is deliverance right now. I thank you that there is deliverance from every sickness, every disease, every infirmity right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, that somebody's mind will be renewed this morning through hearing your word this morning because it's through the power of your word that our minds are renewed in Jesus' mighty name. I thank you, Lord God, that somebody's soul is being saved this morning because your word that is going forth through the power of your Holy Spirit. 
So have your way this morning, Lord. Have your way. I almost shy. I give you the glory. I give you the honor. I give you the praise, God, because you're worthy, oh God. God, I thank you, Lord God, that we are being obedient, oh God. No matter what, Lord God, no matter how things look, no matter how we feel, Lord God. God, that we are being obedient to that which you have called us to do, that we may be all that you called us to be. So have your way on this broadcast this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, teach us, Holy Spirit. Give us revelation, for you are the revealer. You are the one who reveals the Lord Jesus. You are the one who reveals our Father. And you are the one who reveals to us who we are in you. So have your way, Holy Spirit. I thank you right now as you open our eyes to see all that you would have us to see, as you unstop our ears that we hear all that you would have us to hear. And so we bind every deaf, dumb spirit right now in the name of Jesus. We bind every spirit that will come up against this broadcast that will try to stop your people from listening, will try to stop your people from receiving what it is you're saying, to try to stop your people from receiving the revelation of your truth. So we rebuke every demonic power, every demonic spirit that the enemy has sent out against this broadcast and any other broadcast and any other ministry uh, that's in line with the will and the way of God, that God has purposed and ordained for such a time as this. Oh, God, we thank you right now for this power in the word, this power in the blood, this power in the Holy Ghost in Jesus' mighty name. So we just ask that you would have your way, release your power through this broadcast this morning in the name of Jesus. Oh, that as we hear the broadcast and even after we leave the broadcast, that we will be empowered even the more through the power of your word in Jesus' mighty name. So have your way, Holy Spirit, because we know it is not by my power, nor is it by my might, but it's all by the Spirit of the Lord, because it is the anointing, excuse me, that makes the difference. So let your anointing flow in the name of Jesus. Touch right now in the name of Jesus. Move right now in the name of Jesus. Be thou glorified in the name of Jesus. I give you the glory. I give you the praise. Hallelujah to your name, O God. I magnify you, God. You're worthy, Lord God. You're worthy. Hallelujah. No matter what, God, you're worthy. No matter what. God, your word, I give you the glory, I give you the praise, oh God, in the mighty and precious name of Jesus, oh, that you may be glorified as never before, oh God, that your glory may cover the earth as never before, oh, release your anointing today, God, through these airways, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, even through cyberspace, oh, God, in Jesus' mighty name, Lord God, anybody that clicks on this this broadcast site, Lord God, whether it's intentional or not, God, we will draw them, oh, God, if you said if you be lifted up, you would draw all men unto you, God. So I lift you up this morning, oh, God, that you may draw all men unto you, God. You know who you have purpose to hear, what you have to say through your mouthpiece today, Lord God. So, God, have your way, Holy Spirit. Have your way in the mighty name of Jesus. Touch the hearts of those that you have purpose to listen, oh, God. And, God, not only that we listen, God, but that we hear you and that we obey in Jesus' mighty name, oh, God. 
Oh, God, for you said, God, that we are to trust and obey, God. So let us trust you, oh, God, as never before, God, that we may obey you as never before. I pray even now, God, for a revelation of your love for your people, God, that we will know that we know that we know even more how much you love us, oh, God. God, open our spiritual eyes this morning. Cause us to wake up and rise up as never before in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, God, that you may have your way, oh, God. Remove every hindrance, every blockage, God. God, I ask right now that you will forgive us for all of our sins, Lord God. Everything that we've done, said, or thought that is displeasing in your sight, God. I ask for forgiveness in the mighty and precious name of Jesus. Oh, have thine way, Lord, have thine way. For you are the potter and we are the clay. Mold us, make us, shape us into what you want us to be for your glory and for your glory alone in Jesus' mighty and blessed name. Lord, have your way, have your way, have your way. Be thou glorified, O oh God. Be thou glorified, O oh God. Through this broadcast this morning, Lord, have your way, Holy Spirit. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Have your way, Holy Spirit. In the mighty and precious name of Jesus Christ. My Lord and Savior, I pray, hallelujah, 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 in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I bless your name. I bless your name. I bless your name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Move upon the hearts of your people this morning as never before. Move, Lord God, in the hearts of your people as never before, God. Oh, God, continue to search our hearts, oh, God. Continue to show us those things, God, that will hinder, that will block, that will give the enemy a leeway, oh, God. Any kind of passageway into God and to distracting us, oh, God, and hindering us, God, and slowing us down, God. Oh, God, anything, Lord God, anything, Lord God, that is in us that is not of you, God. Oh, God, I pray right now that you will reveal it, that we may repent, oh, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. God, that when we hear your word, oh, God, God, that when we come before you in our private time and pray and cry out, God, God, that you may hear us as never before. And, God, not only that you hear us, but more than that, that we will hear you, God, because we know you will always hear us, oh, God, even before we pray because you know our heart, oh, God. But, God, that we will hear you as never before, and that as we hear you, God, that we will obey in the mighty name of Jesus. So we thank you, Lord God, that we are rising up even now. We're waking up even now, oh God. We're standing up in the Holy Ghost right now in the name of Jesus. We're moving out right now, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We're standing, Lord God, in the state of readiness, oh God. God willing to obey, willing to do your will, God. Our minds, Lord God, our minds, Lord God, are being changed right now, Father. Our minds are being renewed right now, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, as we're willing, oh God, as we're willing, oh God, to step out and step up into the fullness of your purpose, God. Doing it not our way, God, not leaning into our own understanding, God, but doing it your way, God, doing it your way, God, in your time, God, in the mighty and precious name of Jesus, as we stand in agreement with you even now, God, even now, God, that we be in perfect alignment with your will and with your way, God. 
Oh, God, we just thank you this morning. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you the praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We bless your name, we bless your name. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Glory, glory, glory. So, Lord, we just thank you, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for this word, for this teaching this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, oh, God. And, God, when you gave me uh, the title for this teaching this morning, and it's power, power, wonder-working power, 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 wonder-working power. And, you know, there's a song that we used to sing, or at least I used to sing, and I know people still sing it in their churches today. Uh, it's an old hymn, and it's, excuse me, and it's, it's power. There is power, power. There is power in the blood. There's power in the blood. Wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And I, you know, just and I've just been singing it all night, and I've been singing it all morning. There's power, power, wonder-working power. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood. Of the land, there is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the land. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I couldn't resist that. There is power in the blood of Jesus, but there is also power in the word of Jesus. There's power in the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So I'm going to go ahead and read out scriptures that we're coming from on this morning. And we know that, again, there's power in the Word, there's power in the blood, there's power in the Holy Ghost. Because without the Holy Ghost, we can do nothing. We can do nothing for the Lord. Nothing, nothing, nothing. There's power, power, and it all comes through the precious Holy Spirit. So I'm going to start with Acts 1, uh, from the, and these are all from the King James Version, and it reads, but you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. And that's Acts 1. And then Acts 2.16 and it says, but this is that which was spoken, this is, uh, was said by Peter to the disciples and those that were listening after, the, uh, the, after they had their experience on the day of Pentecost. Uh, um, uh, it says, uh, but this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last day, saith God, I will pour out, my, out of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And this is, of course, Peter talking to those because they were questioning what they had just seen, which what was going on in the upper room when the Holy Ghost came upon them, and, and they had their first experience with the Holy Ghost and with fire that came upon them. 
and the Holy Spirit came upon them, and he said again that the, and this was again the, the witness and the, uh, the prophecy that had was just started to come to pass, as it was said in uh, the scripture came from the book of Joel, and, and, and again, this was from Acts 2.16. And then uh, Romans 12, 1, 2, 1 and 2. It said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And then last but not least is uh, Luke 10, 19. Uh, and it reads, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Excuse me, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So again, power, power, wonder working power. And so we thank God for his word because, again, he's saying to us this week, as he said last week, and as he always says to us, his people is to wake up. He said, arise and shine for thy light is come. And he said to wake up, stop slumbering, stop sleeping, open your spiritual eyes, and, and allow God to show you what is really happening. And, you know, last week, again, we talked about when you snooze, you lose, so wake up. And we don't want to lose, excuse me, we don't want to snooze and end up losing anything that God has purposed for us, his people. And there's power, there's power, there's power, there's power, power, power. God has given us power, as you see in these scriptures, that, you know, it's just confirmation of the power. And, again, we have to believe what God has said to us in his word. That God says he's given us power and he's given us authority. And so, like anything else, we have to stand on the word of God. We have to believe that what God has spoken in his word is true. No matter how things look, no matter how things seem, no matter how much the enemy may try to cause us to or cause us to believe that we have no power and in and of ourselves, no, we don't have anything that we can do in and of ourselves when we talk about the, the spiritual attacks of the enemy. Excuse me, but we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony and the word of God. And even when we sin, the Lord says that all you have to do is to confess, and he is faithful and just to forgive us. But, you know, many times we get saved and and uh, we then we, we, we join churches and we get busy in the church and we get on the choir, we get on the usher board and and then those that call to the fivefold ministry, they receive their calling and they accept their call and they go through their 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 training that the church requires uh, for them to be licensed or ordained. And those again, those are things that are necessary. Uh, but the, but more than that is, you know, we all are when we get saved, we all are delivered from something. We all are delivered from a life of sin. But many times, many of us do not have our minds renewed. 
Many of us would get delivered. We may be on drugs. We may be drinking. We may have some other issues. We may uh, 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 be living a life of homosexuality. Uh, we may be living a life of lying and, and cheating, and, and God delivers us from those things. And, and when God delivers you, you are delivered. But in addition to the physical deliverance, meaning to getting rid of the symptoms, God delivers you probably from the taste of the drugs, from the de- desire and wanting the drugs or the drink or whatever your vice is, God delivers you from that symptom because that's all it is. But unless we get to the root cause of whatever caused us to do what we did in the first place, then eventually somewhere along the way we're going to go back to maybe not to that thing, but we're going to go back to something. That root is going to continue to grow. And then when some things happen in our lives that we can't handle, uh, 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 rather than turning to God, we turn to another vice. We turn to another addiction. Again, it may not be what God delivered us from in the first place, but many times it is because we don't know anything else. And we, because our minds are not renewed, then we end up going back and picking up that thing that God delivered us from. Uh, there's, a, there's a scripture um, in Second Peter uh, uh, 2, 22, uh, 21 through 22, Second Peter 2, 21 through 22, and it reads, For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. But it is happened unto them according to the true proverb, the dog is turned to his own vomit again, and the sow that was washed to her wallowing in the mire. And this is happening to many within the body of Christ, and I believe that this is what is happening to uh, many of our church leaders who we find are in a fallen state today. And it's not because the, the word of God doesn't work. It's not because God is not all-powerful and all-knowing. Uh, uh, it's not because we're not more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. It's not because we're not overcomers. It's not because, again, God's word is not true. It is because that many of us, our minds have not been renewed. We've been called into the ministry. We've been called to do a work for the Lord, but we don't allow God to finish the process. The deliverance from the physical symptoms is only the beginning of true deliverance, salvation first, deliverance from whatever symptoms, because many times a lot of people uh, 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 receive salvation. Many receive salvation and get delivered from the drugs and the drinking, I'm using those uh, uh, two things because they're the more obvious ones, and that's what most people can relate to, whether they did it or somebody else did it. You know somebody that was delivered from drugs and drink. And, you know, those other things that we do are more hidden, you know, what I call those secret sins. You may be a fornicator, but don't nobody, not, not many people know it. You may be an adulterer, but not that many people know it. You may be a liar, but not that many people know it. You may be a gossiper, but not that many people know it. You might be a great deceiver, but not that many people know it. But those are those is not that obvious, in other words. Those that are affected, of course, know it. But I'm, I'm just using these two things because, again, it's, it's, it's very prevalent, especially today and even more the drugs because it's, it's 
touching the young people, even in the, the children in the elementary schools all the way up. And so I'm using that as an example of, of that thing that God uh, delivers us from. So many people get saved and, and God will deliver them from the drugs and the drinks. And, 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 and But then they don't allow their minds to be renewed. When I first received salvation and, and you know, my question to the Lord, and I know it was the Holy Ghost that, that brought the word up in my spirit, I, you know, I said, Lord, now that I'm saved, now what? Now what? And that's when he said to me, now your mind has to be renewed. So, so whatever it is, and let, again, you have to find the root cause, and God will reveal, you know, why you did the drugs in the first place, why you felt the need to sleep around in the first place, why you felt the need to drink in the first place. And most of the time we do those things because we're running from something, uh, something we don't want to deal with. We don't want to feel the pain. We don't want to feel the disappointment. We don't want to feel the loneliness. Uh, 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 we don't want to think negative things and what we consider negative situations. We don't want to deal with them. So that those things are usually a form of escape, but, again, they are the symptoms. So the root cause many times, and we talked about this a few weeks ago, the fear of rejection. Many people uh, fear being rejected. Uh, many people are rejected, and they can't handle it, so they mask it with all of these other outward uh, manifestations, if you will, through the drugs and the drinking and what have you, and, and they use that as a cover-up. You know, a lot of times, and I know when I used to drink, you know, it made me less inhibited because I'm pretty much of an introvert. And so when I would uh, 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 drink, then I would be more friendly. I would be more outgoing. And, and even with my fear of, of driving in certain uh, places and, and on the highway and stuff, if I drank, then I didn't, I, I wasn't conscious of, of, of my driving and what happened. So I was less inhibited. I was less bound because of the drinking because, you know, when they say that that uh, call alcohol a spirit, that's what it is. It is a spirit. It's not the Holy Spirit, but it is, it is a spirit, and it does control. It does have you doing things that you are not even aware of or that you uh, are no longer aware of whatever it loosens you up. It, and this is, you know, and this um, it's a perversion, if you will, or a masking of what the Holy Spirit himself is able to do in our lives if we will just let him, if we will just let him. And so I know for myself, even though I'm still not the, the super outgoing person, I'm much more outgoing since I, I received the Holy Ghost, since I allowed the Holy Spirit to have his way. And when I'm flowing in the anointing of God, then I, there's a certain boldness, there's a certain outwardness and aggressiveness that I, I, I am able to uh, uh, exempt, uh, uh, pro project because the Holy Spirit, the anointing, there is no fear when I'm flowing in the anointing. There is no inhibition when I'm flowing in the anointing. So it's the anointing, the Spirit, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit that causes me and enables me because of that anointing that is on my life that I'm able to step out and be other than that's who God has really made me to be. But when I'm not really flowing in the Holy Ghost, and, you know, over time you do change it because I've been doing this for a little while and not say this so much on the uh, Internet, but speaking out and preaching and teaching the Word of God. So 
doing that like anything else, after a while you start to change. So it's, it's the power of the Holy Ghost that started the change in me and it keeps me going and keeps me moving and keeps me progressing and, be, and, 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 and evolving, if you will, into the fullness of who God has called me to be. And so, you know, we know that we have our, our, per, our, our uh, makeup uh, that, you know, that personality that we were born with. But even in that, you know, God is, is to bring us out and we start to bloom, we start to flourish, when we start to flow in the, the spirit of God and we start to become uh, less inhibited, but it's in a good way, in a good way. So when, when I used to drink and I wanted to drive or be, you know, in people's uh, in company, I would drink and I would be less inhibited. I would be more friendly. I would be more uh, outspoken. I would be more conversational. And it was because of the drinking that I would do that. But, but you know, after I, I got saved and, 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 and started to uh, allow the Lord to work in my life and show me who he's really called me to be, then I, now I am less inhibited. Now I am less of an introvert. Now I am uh, more conversational with people than I used to be. And sometimes even today I still surprise myself because I'm not that same person, but it's because of the Holy Spirit who over time has has changed me. But then I have allowed the Holy Spirit to do some changing in my life, and it's, again, the power of the Holy Spirit that is able for me to do even what I'm doing right now because, again, it's the anointing that makes the difference. It's the power. You know, we talk about the grace of God, and the grace of God is the enabling power, the power that enables us to be the witnesses that God has called us to be. That uh, uh, Jesus told them to go to the upper room and wait until the Holy Ghost came, that they would be endued with power. They would be smeared. They would be saturated with the power of the Holy Ghost, and the power of the Holy Ghost would come upon them and in them, that they would be able to do that which God has called them to do, to be the apostles that they were called to be, to be the, the Christians, the witnesses that they had been called to be. And it's only through the power of the Holy Ghost that they would be able to do it, which is why they had to stay where they were until the Holy Spirit came and and, 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 and and saturated them, and then they were released to go out to do great and mighty exploits for God because, again, it's through the power of the Holy Spirit, not through their natural power, but the power of the Holy Ghost that enables them and enables them and enables us to be able to do what God has called us to do, that will be able to change somebody's life, that will, that will be able, that we will be able to speak a word and somebody gets delivered, that we will be able to speak a word and somebody gets saved, that we will be able to speak a word or, or lay a hand and somebody will get healed or to raise the dead. It's the power of the Holy Ghost working through us. It's not our power, but it's his power flowing and working through us. And so, uh, again, you know, when I was talking about uh, many going, you know, like a dog going back to the vomit, as is stated in Second Peter 2, 20, uh, and 20, 21 and 22. And, again, when it shows, it says, again, that for it had been better for them not to have known the way of the righteousness than after they had known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. And so you can see where many say that once saved, always saved. 
And they're saying now that they turned from the Holy Commandment. They turned from what they knew was right. And they went back to as though, like a dog who went back to his vomit. And it's like a sow that was washed and wallowing in the mire. So, you know, the, 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 the sow, which is the pig, uh, when, you know, in the muck in the mire in this mess, you know, he'd go back in the mess that he, that he messed in and, and, and wallow in it. You know, and sometimes, you know, we go back and wallow in our mess. We go back to that that God delivered us from. God delivered us out, but because our minds have not been renewed in that area of our deliverance, when things happen, we go back to where God brought us out of. And it's not that the God's word doesn't work. It's not that we were not delivered. It's because our minds were not renewed. And so God is saying even the more today that our minds have to be renewed. You know, and again, as it says in Romans 12, 1, 2, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, sanctified, set apart, uh, devoted to God and God alone, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And that's just the beginning. That's the least that you can do. That's the least. That's just the beginning of it. And he said, be not conformed to this world, which says that you have a choice to be conformed or not to conform, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And, again, your mind only gets renewed through the word of God, through the watching of the word, and that you may prove, that you may show forth as proof that that is good, that that is acceptable, that is that perfect, hallelujah, will of God. So, again, God gives us the power to do just that. He gives us the power to no longer to be conformed, to no longer uh, surrender and yield and, and give up to the ways of the world. He's empowered us by the precious Holy Spirit. So we, we want to look at some of the definitions of power as it, as it relates to the Bible. You know, and, and the bottom line here is that God is saying the ball is in your court. You have the power. You have the authority because I gave it to you. So if you've got a situation that you're struggling with in yourself, then if you have the power to overcome it. You have the authority to tell that devil to get back and get his hands off of you. You have the authority to go in and take back whatever the devil stole. So, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, you have the power over your life to stop whatever is going on that's contrary to God's word and his promises to you. So when we look at the word power, it says capacity to do something. It's strength, it's control and influence, authority to act, persuasiveness, skill, uh, magnifying ability, and I really like that one, magnifying ability. It magnifies the ability. The ability that God gives you is shown, is magnified, is increased, is able to be seen in a, in a mighty way, is expanded. And so when we look at the word exousia, and that's E-X-O-U-S-I-A, exousia, which is the power to act, the authority, the ability or strength which, with which one is endued, which he either possesses or exercises, the power of authority, in other words, influence, and of right, 
and, and that's of a privilege. So we've been given the influence. We've been given the right or the privilege. We've been given the ability, the strength from on high through the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost that empowers. It's the Holy Ghost who enables. It's the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost that empowers us. That Jesus gave us the power and the authority through his word, through those, he said, those who believe that, that we have the power, that we have the authority, and we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, therefore we are to believe that we have the power and the authority to overcome every situation, every sin, every bondage, everything that the enemy sends our way is through the power of the Holy Ghost. And, and, and it's, the, again, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, that the, the anointing that destroys the yoke. And we all have been anointed. We all are anointed. We belong to the Lord Jesus. Therefore, the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of us. And so we are to call on within that, pow- that power within us that enables us to do that which God has purposed for us to be and to do. And then there's the dunamis, and that's D-U-N-A-M-I-S. D is in David, U-N-A-M-I-S, and that is the power that changes, and I really like this, the power that changes the ordinary to the extraordinary. It is the power that changes simple fishermen into fishers of men and world changers. It is the power, it's the ability, you have the power, whether by virtue of one's own ability and resources, or of a state of mind, or through favorable circumstances, or by permission of law or custom. And we know that we have been uh, given permission by the Lord Jesus Christ himself. We're flowing in his power, in his anointing, in his ability through the Holy Ghost. And then it says, inherit power, power residing in a thing, which is us, by virtue of its nature, which is the Holy Ghost, which is a person or thing, which a person or thing exerts and puts forth. So we are to exert and put forth, allow the Holy Spirit to work in and through us to do God's will. Now, there there are a few other um, uh, definitions, but I'm not going to really uh, go over those today, um, which talked about mighty power and dominion with Kratos, K-R-A-T-O-S, uh, uh, dominion, of power, mighty power and strength. Glory, glory, glory. And then there's Arco, and that's to rule over, to rule over, to reign over. And, you know, we've been, we've been given dominion. We've been given authority. We've been given uh, permission to rule over, to reign over the earth by God himself through his Holy Spirit. And, again, because we have the power of God himself living on the inside of us, that we do not have to live defeated lives. And, you know, uh, uh, many, again, because many uh, continue to, to fall short of the glory of God, but, but God is saying that when we sin, once we, once we become saved, once we receive the Holy Ghost, then when we sin, we sin because we want to. We, we, the word, and I'm not, this is not what Gloria is saying. This is what the word of God says. That when we sin, we sin because we want to. In other words, and it's not always a conscious thing, oh, I think I'll go ahead and do this or that. And sometimes it is. And sometimes we'll convince ourselves, well, you know, I'm only human. 
so, you know, I can't help myself. Well, no, you are a spirit being. You just got on this flesh, and which you have to have because you're living on the earth, but you are a spirit being, and your spirit man has been renewed, regenerated, so you have a new spirit, therefore you are a new being, and that's why he said old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. But your mind doesn't get renewed when you are first saved. Again, that is a process. That is something that we have to do. God has done everything else. So he's telling us, be ye no longer conformed. No longer give in to the ways of the world or do things in the way that the world does. Do the things in the way that I'm doing. That's why he said, "Put me. let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. When he said, let this mind, that means you you have to do it. You have to give permission for your mind to, to uh, the, for you to have the mind of Christ. Let it means that you give permission for it to happen. You do it. And so, again, and then we can't, we don't know the mind that we know the mind of God if we know the word of God, because God and his word are one. So, you know, many, many times, again, we quote, too, that um, uh, we don't know the ways of God. If you know the word of God, you know the ways of God. Yes, his thoughts are higher, but our thoughts can be just as higher because the word also says in Ephesians that we're seated at the right hand with Jesus in heavenly places. Yeah, our physical bodies are here, but spiritually speaking, because we are spirit beings, we are spirit man, we're spirits, and we're seated in heavenly places. So though we are physically here on this earth, we are also in heaven. So we're in both places. But it's, and so when he tells us to, to also to walk in the spirit, and that means to be mindful of the spirit, allow the spirit of our mind, which is uh, uh, flows in the Holy Spirit, to, to govern how we do and what we do and what we say and, and, and what we think. Again, you know, the more the word of God we know, the more our mind is going to think the word of God and the more we are going to do the word of God. So when we change our minds, we change our life. When we change how we think, then we change what we do because the mind tells the body what to do. You're not going to do something unless the mind uh, 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 tells you first. So your your body is directed and governed by the mind. So your body, I'm sitting in this chair, but when I get ready to get up, even though it's not a conscious thing, many times it's not a conscious thing, I find myself getting up, but there's something in my mind, something in my brain that, that I've determined in my mind that I'm going to get up and go out of here. So I'm going to get up out of this chair, even though I'm not necessarily consciously thinking about it, but subconsciously, and that's the thing, subconsciously, there's so much embedded in our subconscious, and that's why our minds have to be washed with the word, washed with the word. And, you know, it's, it's really something uh, on my job the other day, and it just shows how much stuff, you know, from our past is still in our minds. And, and uh, they were ta- we were talking with some of my coworkers, and they were uh, talking about these old shows that used to be on TV and some of the old songs and stuff, and some of the stuff it consciously I had forgotten all about. But when some people mentioned them, they started to come back to my remembrance. And so these were not bad things, but it's the same thing when it's things that uh, uh, the enemy will bring up things from your past and you stuff you've forgotten about or, or stuff that you didn't think affected you anymore 
and the enemy will bring it up, and you'll find yourself reacting to it in a negative way. And then that's when we go to the Word of God, when we realize that, because many times that will happen and we'll ignore it or we'll bypass it or we may even be surprised for a moment, but then we'll move on from it and we don't deal with it. But we got to deal with that thing. we got to deal with that thing. When we start to have thoughts that are contrary to the word of God, and you may even say to yourself, well, where did that come from? Oh, I hadn't thought about that in years. Then you need to pay attention. You need to pay attention. I always say pay attention to what you think about. Think about what you're thinking about. Because many times, and I forgot how many words they say or thoughts we have per second, per hour, but they're, Oh, there, there are thousands, I think, you know, hundreds at least that go through our minds seconds and minutes that we, and many times we're not even aware. And so, again, it's why it's so important for us to stay in this word, to read this word as much as possible. And, and, and you know, and sometimes you say, well, I don't have time to really study, but you, you have to take the time, even if it's 15 minutes, even if it's a half an hour, then you want to take some part of some scripture and just think about what it's saying and allow the Holy Spirit to reveal some truth. Uh, to you about that scripture, but even in that, you know, you just want to, when you're sitting down and you relax and read, just read the word, just read the word, because many times we think because we're just reading it that it's nothing, you know, it's nothing happening, and you may not even remember what you read 10 minutes later or even two minutes later for that matter, but this word is alive, it's alive and it's quick and it's sharper than a two-edged sword. So it's not just like a book where, you know, you read whatever out of a regular book and, and, and then you just go on, you may remember and you may not. But when we read the Word of God, something is always happening because, again, God's Word is alive. It's alive. It's alive. And so it's doing something when you read it. So even if you think you're not getting anything, read it anyway. Read it anyway. Because even today, I'm still surprised sometimes how I remember stuff that I didn't even remember reading, but I obviously read it. And I have, you know, read the Bible many times over the years. You know, but, uh, uh, you know, the full Bible from front to back, you know, because I would stay up for hours when I first started my walk. I would stay up for hours. My eyes would be burning 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm steadily trying to read. And half the time I didn't remember what I read, but I was reading anyway. But it was it was doing something to my spirit, man. And I, I was retaining more than I realized that I was retaining. But, you know, I... <clears throat> I want to, wanna, you know, uh, when we talk about, again, the mind being renewed, and, again, when we look at uh, many of our leaders who are, who are doing, uh, work, you know, uh, living a life that, that's contrary to the word of God, uh, things that, that they know, they know, they, they know better, they know better. But, again, if, 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 you know, many times when we are called into the ministry, because we are called, if you don't have, somebody in your life to hold you accountable or you don't have, you know, many times when you're called, they want to uh, uh, take you through this uh, this uh, ritual, I call it, because, you know, you you may learn, they give you certain questions and you have to write certain things and, and this is supposed to show that, um, hallelujah, this is supposed to show that you're ready, that you're equipped, that, that, that you've uh, passed the test, if you will, uh, uh, to be licensed or to be ordained when really uh, many need deliverance when they come, when they receive their calling, many need to be, be delivered. It's not even about you uh, passing the little test or, 
answering the questions before this board, but they know at the same time that you that you live in a life of an adulterer. They know that you're living a life that of a wife beater, or they know that you're living, you know, the life of you're being you're being promiscuous. You know, they know that you're living that life, but they don't look at that. They just look at you know you answering the right questions, or you able to recite the scripture, but they're not looking at the fact that you're living the scripture. We got to go back to basics. We got to go back to basics. In the book of Acts, when they told them to choose the deacons, when Paul and then told them to, to choose the deacons, he said, you know, to choose those that, <clears throat> excuse me, are, are elders. And in that case, they're not elders as far as we look, not so much how we look at it today, but those that are, are not not uh, new in the Lord, those who are mature in the things of God, those that are are, are um, um, that 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 flow in the Holy Ghost, that that have that received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and and they've seen the witness, they've been able to 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 bear their fruit and see that they're bearing righteous fruit. They're living a life uh, uh, that is blameless before man. All of this is in the Word of God, and. And many times, you know, people are called into ministry and they're released into ministry. God has called them. And, and so I'm not questioning or saying anything about that because only they and God know that. But when, when a person is, is, is released by man into the ministry, then we have to follow the prerequisites that God, the criteria that God has already set up for the church. And many times we don't do that. We don't do that. We we go ahead and and because they can answer the question or or repeat the scripture, and many times it's because they memorized it. It's not because uh, they're living it. But but the word of God says that you are supposed to uh, uh, choose because they're living it, not because they're able to repeat it uh, in front in front of a board, and then you determine okay, well they must be okay or they're all right because uh, uh, they're able to recite or repeat the scripture, um, and they've gone to uh, come to all the classes, and, and they have on the right robe, and uh, they have the right look, and they know when to shout, they know when to dance, they know when to sing, they know when to say hallelujah, they know when to say amen, they know all the lingo, the church lingo, and they know all the protocol, but they live in a life of hell, and many times it's in secret. But, you know, uh, uh, as leaders, God has called us to be the watchmen over the walls, uh, on the walls, a uh, 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 watchman in the spirit realm over the souls of those that he's called us to, to watch over. The pastors are called to watch over the souls. And then those that are called and say that they're uh, uh, the father, you know, of the, the spiritual father over these people, then God is going to hold you accountable. God's going to hold you accountable to uh, 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 watching over the souls and holding others accountable to what God has called for them to do. But unless we're doing that, and that's why many fall away, because many are not on the walls. Many are not watching over the souls. Many are not in prayer for those that they say that, that they're their spiritual father or their spiritual leader because they're so busy doing whatever it is they're doing. But God has called us to to uh, 
do the do the right thing by being the leaders that God has called us to be and doing what God has called us to do and not just uh, uh, taking a title or a position or, or, or looking at it as though we're doing something when we're not really being accountable to what God has told us to do. But again, God is holding us accountable. He's holding us accountable. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is holding us accountable. So again, there's there is power. There's power, there's power, there's power, there's wonderworking power. There's wonder working power. Power in the Lord. Power in the Lord. So we we bless God this morning for this word and and um I, I believe I'm gonna come back again. I believe God will have me to come back and talk some more excuse me, on this, but I'll follow the leading of the Lord because, again, there's so much that's going on within the body of Christ that we uh, need to be mindful of and that God is going to hold us as leaders and, and oh, you know, the apostles, the bishops are going to be held accountable for those that they say that they are to be their spiritual leaders. God is going to hold us accountable and we're going to have to do what God is saying. So, again, I bless God for you joining us this morning. I pray that, and I I truly believe that something has been said, and I pray that God will feel that word in your heart and that you will, uh, um, whatever it is God is speaking to you that you need to do, or even to pray for your leaders. Pray for the leaders. Pray for the leaders. Many times we don't think we need to pray for the leaders, but we do need to pray for the leaders. And and um, uh, more than more than we've been doing, more than we've been doing. And and I just again bless God for you joining us this morning. And I praise Him for His Word. I praise Him for all that He's doing, even in the body of Christ, even now in this hour. And that God has called us to wake up, to rise up, to stand up, to stand on His Word, and and flow in the power and allow the power of the Holy Ghost to be manifested in our lives as never before, because He is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think. So again, I thank you for joining us on the. Higher Design for Living radio broadcast. We give God the glory for you and for your presence. And may God bless you as never before and know that you are highly favored of the Lord and that God has released his unprecedented favor in your life as never before and that God will show forth as you surrender your will to him He will do great and mighty exploits in and through you for his glory in Jesus' mighty name. God bless you, and we pray that you will join us again on next week. To God be all the glory. Bless be the name of the Lord. Amen. Thank you.